This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Good morning and welcome. This is Julian. You're listening to Your Catholic Corner 89.0 Free FM online on air and on demand. This, the third Sunday of Lent in Cycle A. As you prepare yourself to spend time with God, please, in your prayers, thank the parishioners of St. Matthew's in Hillcrest in Hamilton City. Thank the people that work at Free FM 89.0 in Hamilton that make this happen as well. And also think, pray for the people that are suffering anywhere in the world, especially with the disaster that we've got going on in New Zealand right now. This is Salve Regina by the Benedictine Monks. You're listening to Your Catholic Corner 89.0 Free FM with thanks to the parishioners of St. Matthew's in Hillcrest in Hamilton City. You can listen to Your Catholic Corner on air, online and on demand at 89.0 Free FM. Thomas, hello, good morning, welcome. Good morning, Julie. It's wonderful to be here. It's good to be here as well. With God, when two are more present, right? Absolutely. We are in the third Sunday of Lent. Would you like to read, please? First reading is from the book of Exodus. In those days, in their thirst for water, the people grumbled against Moses, saying, 
why did you ever make us leave Egypt? Was it just to have us die here of thirst with our children and our livestock? So Moses cried out to the Lord, What shall I do with these people? A little more and they will stone me. The Lord answered Moses, Go over there in front of the people, along with some of the elders of Israel, holding in your hand as you go, the staff with which you struck the river. I will be standing there in front of you on the rock in Horeb. Strike the rock and the water will flow from it for the people to drink. This Moses did in the presence of the elders of Israel. The place was called Massa and Meribah because the Israelites quarreled there and tested the Lord, saying, Is the Lord in our midst or not? Says the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our responsorial psalm is, If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Come, let us sing joyfully to the Lord. Let us acclaim the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us joyfully sing psalms to him. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord who made us. For he is our God, and we are the people he shepherds, the flock he guides. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Oh, that today you would hear his voice. Harden not your hearts as at Meribah, as in the day of Massa in the desert, where your fathers tempted me. They tested me, though they had seen my works. If today you hear God's voice, harden not your hearts. Second reading is a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith to this grace in which we stand, and we boast in hope of the glory of God. And hope does not disappoint, because the Lord of God has been poured into our hearts. So the love of God has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. For Christ, while we were still helpless, died at the appointed time for the ungodly. Indeed, only with difficulty does one die for a just person. Though perhaps for a good person, one might even find courage to die. But God proves his love for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Gospel Acclamation Lord, you are truly the Saviour of the world. Give me living water, that I may never thirst again. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of land that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. Jesus, tired from his journey, sat down there at the well. It was about noon. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? 
but Jews use nothing in common with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you do not even have a bucket, and the cistern is deep. Where then can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the cistern and drank from it himself, with his children and his flocks? Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I shall give will never thirst. The water I shall give will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I may not be thirsty. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. That was a pretty long reading, Thomas. Yes, it certainly was one of our longer ones. Not as long as it could have been, but... No. As you were reading, I mean, you've obviously reflected... You've got a seminarian background, and before today you've reflected, and then you've read. Do different things, different points come to you between your your sort of prep for today and then reading? Yeah, it, it honestly can sort of um, depend depend on a lot of things. Really, um, it can it can depend on on the time of day, um, the sort of day that that I'm having. You know, whether I'm feeling close to the Lord or not. Um, sometimes even looking at, at the context of Scripture as well. Um, I, I might have said before that, that my background is quite um, phenomenological. Um, and that, that's a bit of a big word, but um, effectively um, I'm really keen to know how these things relate um, to my own life and my own personal experiences. So I, I quite often try to parallel um a lot of, of the, the readings in scripture that I um, engage with to to the present day, you know, to what's relevant to me right now. Taking that, what you've just said, do you find yourself standing at the well? Do you want to put your bucket down or ask somebody else to put a bucket down? Yeah, well, it's, it's quite an interesting um, situation because, you know, there are so many sort of... Um, you know, walls and whatnot that can go up in, in that encounter. I'm like, well, actually, we're, um, you know, from two pretty different groups of people here. Um, you know, is, is this, you know, legit? Should we be doing this? And and I guess for me in that instance, um, I think it's something that we've um, talked about before, um, about that distinction, you know, being um, a child of God or being created by God. And I guess even um, in, you know, the the likes of, of human fraternity, you sort of think, well, even if this, you know, person might be different or they might be an outcast, um, yeah, I, I, I think I should be giving them a drink of water. You know, what what, what would Jesus do in this instance? So that that's probably where, where my mind goes. It's probably, well, I probably have a bit of uh, anxiety, 
in that instance, but at the same time think, no, this, this is probably something that that I should do. Um, and depending on the role, uh, whether you're, you're Jesus or the Samaritan woman. So Thomas, you talked about the two groups of people. And unless, so you, are you talking about the Jesus and the Samaritans, people from Jews and Samaritans being historically on opposite sides of the fence, are you talking male and female? Because either way, unless you understand, unless somebody reading that that recount gets the context, it's completely lost. Yes, yeah. So you very, have, very fair point. You have to understand that back then, those two tribes, if you like, didn't hang out together and or it was not usual for, well, maybe maybe it was usual for a woman to, to dip the well or maybe she was a woman who shouldn't actually have been at the well by herself. There's a whole bunch of, of different things happening that you need context to get it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There is this sort of thing. Oh well, is is it a is it a woman's job to to draw water, um, or, or all of those sorts of things? Um, and I guess you know, like even even in a circumstance like this, we're, we're possibly left with with more um, questions that than that answers, I suppose. And then is she a woman out by herself? Was that okay back then? She was a woman by herself with a man that she didn't know. You know, there's a whole bunch of, of different things, of different sub-stories sub going on there. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and absolutely. And it sort of say, you know, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. You sort of think, well, well what, what, what do you mean by that? You know, so are we, are we talking in metaphorically here, you know? And, and then it sort of goes on to say, give me this water so that I may not be thirsty. It's quite quite interesting sort of saying, oh, okay, so there's some sort of spiritual nourishment or water that, that, that's going to be better than water. Yeah, and the first time I read this, listened to it, heard it, I didn't actually get the water that, that quenches thirst or quenches more than a thirst. It took me a few readings. A few years, I guess, to to get it. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I'm I'm absolutely the same as well. You know, like depending on what what sort of word strikes you, and and as you say, just just even the even the cultural the context of the time, um, you know, it's really you know a lot to get your head around. What else did you get from this reading? Um, well, maybe from from. Um, yeah, not 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 so much from the from the gospel, but we also heard that those words today. But but God proves His love for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That that that's something that that really struck me during this this Lenten season. So it's you know he didn't wait for you know for, for Thomas and Julie and, and and everyone else to have it all together. You know he he freely died for us. So it's almost like. Jesus was fully committed. He was fully committed to doing the will of his Father in heaven. You know, he gave up everything. He 
died for our sins. And then I guess that leaves us with a question. And I'm like, okay, so what do we need to do in return? And for me, well, be fully committed, <laughs> you know, not not to sort of be, you know, a, a, a lukewarm Catholic Christian or to, you know, have, have it as, as something that we turn on and off. Um, and I guess, yeah, particularly during this Lenten season, I'm, I'm left thinking, okay, so what, what, what does that look like for me to be a fully committed Catholic Christian, and and I guess it's um, you know looking at okay where where is the the sin in my life? Am I taking um, time to pray? Am I you know experiencing um, you know the love of God on a day to day basis? Am I partaking in the sacraments? All of these things that you know show my level of commitment or, or not. I. Um, this year have started posting daily on Instagram, which ends up on Facebook. And it ends, and I did it because one of the women who works for me said she wanted more social stuff on our business account so that our clients could see more of what was happening behind the scenes. So every morning I post a different photo on Insta and and then I have a, a sort of a thought, a muse about it. And the thread is mostly smiling on the inside. What has made me smile on the inside? And I share this small story. And after Ash Wednesday, you know, I had I took a photograph of of a cross, the the ashed cross on my head. And I shared it on our work whatsapp chat group we're quite spiritual but we've got a new team member joining us and i didn't have a clue where she was spiritually and and we're we're, we're many different we've got different spirits happening different traditions happening in our group and it turns out that she's a baptized non-practicing catholic and she had never heard of the Ashes service. So I was able to share that with her and everybody else on the team. The next day, I for my Instagram photo, I was like, what am I going to do? Do I just, because I took some photos. You know, you and I were at the church and I said, I've got to go and I've got to take photos of the organ. Because I was going to use the organ, because it's pretty neutral. It's, it's, it's nothing scary to take a photograph of an organ in a church and post it to Insta. And I decided that I was going to take a use the selfie of me with my ashed forehead and put it up there, out there into the world and say, declare that here I am, a Catholic woman, a practicing Catholic. And when you said, how committed are you, that to me was... I had that same conversation. How committed I, am I to sharing with people I don't know, to sharing my Catholicism with potential clients who don't know, who may be scared, who may I, I might have put them off because of that. So, yeah, I committed straight after Ash Wednesday on um, the Thursday after Ash Wednesday. And anybody who goes to Instagram, if they dig deep enough can find my ashed forehead yeah yeah and that, that that's fantastic and a real um encouragement to me and i'm sure our, our listeners as well because it's, it's a pretty public statement 
you know, because you don't really know what might get thrown. Oh, you know, I don't know if you realise that you've got some sort of smudge on your head. Um, you know, been been many a, a cases and situations where where people have, um, you know, thought, yeah, that uh, that that's dirt on your head. It's not some sort of religious, um, you know, symbolism or, or something like that. So that's really really great. I mean, but you your job your your most of your day is living in God's light because of your day job, right? Mm, yes. So it's and you drive a car that the world can see is connected to God because it's written all over it that it's connected to God. It's um yeah, it was pretty scary being Catholic in a secular a secular world where nobody knows or very few people knew. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's exactly right. And I guess it's sort of become sort of a bit of a conscious, um, a conscience decision rather about, you know, when and, and, and how do I, do I make um, my faith um, public? You know, because like I've certainly read Catholic materials, you know, can, you know, don't, don't be one of those creepy, weird Catholics who only does Catholic things. You know, oh, I'm just going to go, we're going to wash the car with holy water, and then I'm going to go to to Rosary Club, and then I'm going to do my Divine Mercy Chaplet, and all of those things, 150 percent, are fantastic things to be um, participating in, and they should uh, definitely be encouraged. However, at the same time, we, we also, you know, if we're to take seriously that um, that the Great Commission to to go and make disciples, you know, we're going to have to connect with people and perhaps go to places, you know, when they are not Catholic or Christian or could be far from. Um, and the same with those places that we go as well, go to quite secular places too. And if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And, you know, like we've all sort of probably had experiences like, oh, that that was a bit, a bit awkward, you know, and like I gave, you know, I think, a few months back, the situation of working at the Ministry of Education, you know, all the young people there are reading their horoscopes, and it comes to me, you know, yeah, Tom, what, what, what is your, what's your sign? And I said, oh, the sign of the cross. Um, you know, so that was just sort of probably a quick, witty, um, you know, way to, to respond to a situation where I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm not into horoscopes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a good way to finish on on today so listeners thank you for tuning in for spending the last half an hour or so of your life with thomas and i we will be back next week until then here we are again with salve regina and may your lent be blessed
For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.